Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, Chell and Josh here. Say hey, Josh. Hey, hey. So guys, we are coming at you with an awesome topic this week. Embrace. Stop moving the em- mic. <laughs> embracing change. Not just during a global pandemic when change is all around us, but in our day-to-day lives when change is still ever-present, just a little less stressful um, because it doesn't have to do with COVID-19. Anyway. Talking about change, embracing it in your business, and kind of learning how to roll with it and learn from it. Fun fact, life is all about change, regardless of pandemics, right? (laughs) I mean, things are literally changing every minute. All the time. All the time. Go with it. (laughs) So I think from my perspective, my change happens every year to two or three years, right? So my change as an entrepreneur and in my personal life is moving all the time, like physically mm. moving uh, that is to different cities big change. and or different countries. Um, and initially, I think I thought it was cool and then I experienced it and I hated it <laughs> um, just because you have to restart and that can be super scary. But finding ways to roll with the change, for example, in my instance, I've... Yes, personal shift in every location thus far. However, I'm now rolling and rolling with the change and moving my business completely online. So completely virtual. And it's scary to take that step, but I know that going forward, it's going to be the best decision I possibly could, I could possibly make. Yeah. I uh, would also like to point out that if you didn't embrace change and start moving every couple of years, uh, the Unstuck Institute would not exist. For real though, right? So yeah. like there's some unexpected consequences and some of them are very nice that come out <laughs> of embracing change, right? <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't have met if you were like, I'm staying put, I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in the fact that things happen for a reason. So change comes into your life purposefully, um, but it's how you act with it rather than reacting to it. I think that's the, I think that's the line, right? You want to act with it rather than having just like a negative or reaction to it, to it. Right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Sure. That's with anything <laughs> in life though. You want to kind of think it through before you react. So rather than like flipping the guy off next to you who cuts you off, maybe you can think it through a little bit I mean, I'm the person who flips the guy off who cut me off, but maybe you can think through and say, okay, this, this person maybe had a really rough day and maybe they just had a fight. So kind of empathize. And I think that's, that's what help That's what's helpful with change as well. And then flip them off. And then flip them off. <laughs> <laughs> or just beep really hard. That's my favorite yeah. move. Yeah. Just hold it until the horn can't go no more, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think horns work like that anymore. <laughs> They're not air-powered. <laughs> but whatever. Um, it's interesting that some people really resist change because 
you know, if you think about it, uh, just on a, on a life, uh, biological cellular level, we're changing all the freaking time. Right. And I know, Oh, Josh, whatever. But my life isn't different. Yeah. Yeah. But like, isn't it interesting to notice that, you know, according to science and, and cells dying off and blah, 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 like the person you were eight years ago, seven years, seven years ago does not exist. Like, Every part of that person is dead and gone. (laughs) That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And like, and yet the way our brains work, we don't feel that. We don't see that. I am me. I am still me. Everything's the same, but it's not, it's totally different. So like from a molecular, from a molecular level, uh, nature is constantly changing. And we, as part of nature are constantly changing. Um, and I think, you know, sure, that doesn't like necessarily seem to impact what happens when you lose your job or something like that. But to me, I think just keeping that kind of top of mind that life is change does help you kind of embrace the bigger changes that happen in our, you know, so-called human lives that are oh so important, right? Um and it's it's that kind of mindset that really gives you the ability to be more flexible and adaptable so that when change does come and let's say, I don't know, global pandemic happens, you lose your job and you have to stay inside all the time um, and not see your friends, hopefully you can embrace that and look forward to the new possibilities that are in front of you versus um, clinging to the old ways and clinging to getting things back to quote unquote normal. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I think the way to get that done though, is something we've said over and over and over again, take baby steps. It's super scary initially, but if you take those small steps, whether it be every day, um, if it's kind of less of a large change, maybe every minute, every hour, you'll get it done and the change won't seem as scary if you kind of just think it through, take the steps you need to and be able to eventually grow stronger and whether that be mentally, physically, um, emotionally stronger from the change that occurred. Yeah, totally agree. And I'm not saying that you should ignore your feelings or the feelings of loss if something big happens, etc. Like you got to embrace that as well. But you know, like Chell said, if it's a big change and you just focus like a few minutes a day on embracing what's next and thinking about the silver lining and what you can do, what's good about this, um, that baby step is going to help you uh, versus just wallowing in your resistance to change, right? Sometimes your forward-moving baby steps may not seem so forward and you may feel like you're moving backwards and that's okay because sometimes you have to move backwards to be able to move forward and get over something um, or just kind of embrace the change and find that new normal or that new experience that's going to help you grow. So it's, it's not, um, it's not a straight line up. It's going to have some squiggles. It's going to have some really high points some maybe low points, but working through it is what's going to be really essential to helping you grow and get through the change. Yeah, totally. And much like that, the 
we kind of plan our lives and think of our lives in a, in a straight linear fashion, like time moves forward and this is how I'm going and I'm moving, climbing up the corporate ladder or whatever the hell you're doing. And uh, life just isn't that way, even though we kind of, as humans, I think default think that way. Um, and yeah, there are so many opportunities that you don't see uh, in front of you because you're on a certain path. And once you're forced off that path, you can look back and see, you know, um, you can look back and see that, oh, that other path was ending. And now I'm on a path that goes further. And that's great. And that's um, great. And a great metaphor, Josh, but what the hell are you talking about? So an <laughs> So an example in my life would be um, with this pandemic thing, right? So I, if you're listeners listener to this podcast, you know that my story is I, I worked in theater for 10 years in the local regional scene. And, um, and I, I pivoted a few years ago. I kind of just went a totally different direction, started my IT business. I was just thinking like the last couple of weeks with this pandemic stuff going on, how lucky I am to have pivoted when I did. And now I have a business that is, um, you know, built up enough to get me through everything that's going on right now. And if I was still working at at least one of the theaters I was working at, not probably all the theaters I was working at, to be honest, um, a pandemic, they cannot open up, uh, at full capacity for the foreseeable future, right? There's no way you can have that many humans elbow to elbow, like 500 people in a room. Um, but financially, that's what they need in order to continue to operate. So going forward, I mean, I don't have any inside information, but just my guess would be going forward, they can do some smaller shows, um, with I don't even know how the casts are going to work because like whoa but okay besides that just capacity wise you're going to have what 20% capacity or something everyone's spread out in this cavernous auditorium that's meant to be filled with 500 people you get like 50 people in there um or 100 I don't know um and so financially that's not going to work which means they're not going to be able to pay their staff, which means they're going to have skeleton crews doing skeleton shows for a while. And I was just looking back on my position there and, and stuff like that. And I mean, tech, tech stuff is very important, but also can they afford a full-time person? And so that was me just like looking back and going, man, that path, not only like I didn't leave for, I left for my own reasons, but, that world of theater, but like looking back, I'm like that path that that has ended right now. And if I was there, I would be beholden to other people's uh, and the world's situation right now. Um, and I'm just very grateful that I pivoted when I did because you know theater is going to come back, gatherings are going to come back of all kinds, concerts, etc. But it's going to be a while, and those jobs are going to be gone for a bit. You know, so yeah, dude, back, back to what I said earlier, everything happens for a reason, whether we realize it at that time or not, I'm positive that everything happens for a reason. 
which is and as long as you embrace it and move forward you're gonna be in a better place you know i mean just consider all the people who are saying woe is me right now like granted again disclaimer there are a lot of people having a really tough time right now and i get that people have lost loved ones but besides that if you're just one of the people who like still has their job but is working from home and misses their friends and you're saying woe is me like think about this as an opportunity Everyone's stuck at home. They're binging too much Netflix. They're not getting as much work done as they should. If you're one of the ones that doubles down and says, no, this is the time and I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to look at what people need right now and I'm going to solve that problem, you're going to come out of this way ahead versus everyone who's like, yeah, I kind of wanted to like get really fit and build up my business, but I just kept making sourdough. So <laughs> bread sounds delicious. And sourdough's great. I'm not <laughs> knocking actually I don't like sourdough, but bread is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking bread by any means. And definitely have that time built into your schedule for yourself and your hobbies and your fun. But also think about if you just put in the work right now, you're going to be so far ahead of everyone else who cannot, who cannot deal with change. Put in the work, but I think it also is more of a mental thing too, right? So more than just a physical, it's a mental thing. So kind of getting over that mental hurdle of, like you said, the woe is me thing. But using that visualization technique that we've talked about in the past to visualize what your, not even end goal, but like what your week goal is. Like at the end of the week, how do you want to feel? What do you want to have accomplished? What does that look like? Maybe you're celebrating with a slice of sourdough that you've made in all of your free time. Um, but really, like, visualize it um, and use affirmations to get there. So um, I always tell my puppy, because she's super anxious, I, like, rub the bottom of her her jowls area, and I go, you're a strong and independent puppy. And she hated it when I first started <laughs> doing it, and now it's been, like, almost two years and she's okay with it, but I think she has gotten um, a little less scared of things. So use those <laughs> affirmations on yourself and not just on your dog. I find it interesting that we both have anxious dogs. <laughs> it's like a side note, but <laughs> try it with Penny. Just rub the bottom of her neck and go. You're a strong and independent puppy, or whatever you want to say to her. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna start telling her that because usually I tell her. Um, why didn't you bring home any money today? I'm the only one supporting this household. And I <laughs> storm away. <laughs> uh, poor Penny. <laughs> so the other thing too, we, we've talked about skill stacking, right? Like um, go out there, learn, grow, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what makes people really in high demand is a wide range of knowledge and um, skills, hence skill stacking. And, and that's what makes you a very like attractive candidate when you're applying for a job or just building a business and, and, um, attracting clients. Right. Um, and change I find is more often than not a opportunity to learn something new, to, to grow yourself. And I always say, if you're not learning, you're dying. Cause I equate learning with growing and growing is the opposite to me of dying. So <laughs> it's a little tongue in cheek, but I like to say, if you're not learning, you're dying. Embrace your flower, just grow and bloom. 
but yeah, so the point being like, if you look at this as an opportunity to learn something new and change your mindset, um, whatever, whatever this is like insert here, whatever change is happening in your life, um, you will continue to be, uh, more fulfilled and, and a more valuable person in general, just like to yourself, let alone to others, um, as you learn and grow and change, um, as opposed to resist. And I think a lot of people, um, and I think a lot of people who successfully skill stack are the people we think of who like achieve greatness. Like they really, uh, push themselves to become something better always, even if there's a setback, like this trail ended, we're going on to this trail. Um, it's like, you can, you can sit back and resist change and be comfortable with being good in some situations, you know, but if you want to be great, you're going to want to push yourself out of the comfort zone anyway, you know, and not just wait for something else to push you out of the comfort zone. So what's interesting, it's interesting that you say that because the military doesn't really allow people to um, like rank up past a certain rank if they don't have continuing education. So it's really on the individual if they want to rank up um, to continue on past a bachelor's if they're an officer um, to a master's and just higher levels of education to kind of go up the ranks. So it's really important to educate yourself. And I mean, not just if you're in the military, but like in general, that's just an example that to, to really um, kind of set yourself apart, especially when, um, when you're going through the ranks and the position, the amount of positions gets smaller and smaller, um, really set yourself apart and skill stack. So. Yeah. And like we were talking about last week, um, it builds resilience, you know, like any, any and all of this embracing change and educating yourself and, and learning and growing is going to build that resilience and grit in you. It's going to make, um, when, when things don't happen as planned, which is like, for me, I don't know, all the time, uh, <laughs> you can hopefully, um, deal with that a lot better. You'll be more capable of, of doing that. So this, this episode of embracing change kind of goes along with the resilience episode last week. And if you haven't listened to the resilience episode, go back and listen to that. Go back in our podcast feed. Whether you're just starting out or you're several years into your business, you can probably benefit from some of the services on Fiverr. Outsource your marketing for affordable prices. Hire one of their experts to manage your social media, enhance your SEO, keep an eye on your website analytics, or even help you create a marketing strategy. The pros on Fiverr can help you with it all. Check out the affiliate link on the Unstuck Institute site to see how you can benefit from using Fiverr today. It's time for a recap. One, take small steps. Two, visualize scenarios post change. Three, look for new opportunities. We'll be back next week. Website and show notes are at unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And if you love our podcast, would you please help us out with a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts? Or if you're listening on the Overcast player, hit that little star next to the episode. It really helps us out a lot. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, www.unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be talking about sunk costs. Oh, 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 oh,
You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Buckminster Fuller. Perfect. Perf. Next week on the pod, we talk about perf. Ugh. Obvi. Dude, millennials <laughs> fuck shit up. We fuck shit up. <laughs> Ugh.